You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. And this is Heather. And we welcome you to another show where we go to the leading, bleeding edge of the law of attraction and probably present it to you in a way that you might not have ever heard of before because we go not only to the edge of understanding. We ask for more and more and more from these leading edge teachers, but we also get very dropped in to our daily lives where these laws make sense every moment of your life. Isn't that the delicious part of it? And we welcome you. We're so glad you're here and we thank Unity Online and Stitcher and um, and all the other places, I forgot all the different networks that are picking up the show now, <laughs> and iTunes, and we just thank you all for listening in. Um, we know many of you are listening because you also love the Abrahams. We are, sometimes I feel like, the house band for the Abrahams, because <laughs> we do love the teachings of Esther Hicks and Jerry and all the wonderful people who are involved in that movement. But um, But we talk about really these elegant laws of the universe and break them down in a way that helps us really start to make significant shifts in our happiness, significant shifts in the, the importance we put on how we're feeling and how we're feeling and how that feeling is really the wand of your creation. That is what you're doing, and that is what Heather and I love to talk about. So what is your feel-good flow this week, my sister Heather? What has been going on mm. in your feel-good well, flow? Before I get into my feel-good flow, I have to say that when you talk about feeling, it cracks me up because when I was a kid, I always turned off how I felt because I was in a lot of pain. And so when I went to therapists and they were like, how do you feel about that? And I was like, are you kidding me? Really? We're going to go down that path? And it's so funny because now I am that person that says to myself, how do I feel about that? What does that feel like? What does that feel like? And so depending on, you know, for our listeners, everyone's at a different place wherever they are. And if you're in that place where you're not like, if, if how you're feeling could have some energetic negative connotation or trigger for you, um, I encourage you to look beyond that and just allow and laugh with yourself about it. <laughs> it's yes. easy to look back and laugh now and say, oh my gosh, I was so triggered by all of that. And it's all, all perfect. So anyway, that's my little so- my little soapbox. My feel-good flow is on fire. <laughs> I am in the groove. And I think I was just telling you about how um, 
I'm the sole coordinator of my high school reunion, and I've done, this is my third one. So I did my 20 year, my 25 year, and this one is my 30th. And it just comes together so easily. And I'm like, oh, this is, uh, I love some of the Abraham stuff like this or something better. It's like, I'll have a little more of this, a little more of that. I'll have it be lower price, better results, better food, better this, better that, you know, and it just all comes together with such ease, like easy, easy, easy. And um, I was just talking to Ray about this before the show. And I said, you know, the DJ fell through and the photo guy fell through. And I'm like, oh, I'll just get somebody better, somebody cheaper for a better price and a better result. And I got onto Thumbtack and I love that service, thumbtack.com. I asked for what I want. Heard that before. (laughs) (laughs) And within five minutes, text and emailed quotes and get, I, I just read the energy, pick up, pick one phone number, call it, person answers a phone, talk for a minute or two, decide to hire them, and boom, it's done. So, you know, and they're offering rendezvous points. points, Yeah, and they're offering, well, let me add this in for you. Let me add that in for you. And, you know, if you go ahead and Dropbox us some pictures, I'll put together a slideshow for you and da-da-da-da-da, just no charge, just all these things. I'm like, yes, thank you. Of course, yes, of course, thank you. You know, and and now it's – now it's almost like when you're in the feel-good flow, it's almost like you expect all these things to happen. Well, of course, it's that's going to happen because that's the vibration and the rendezvous point and the momentum. You know, it's all happening. It's all happening. And, you know, what I've been thinking about as we've been talking about in the last couple of weeks on this show is really not being ruled by what is necessarily, but be always going back to how I'm feeling and connecting in with that that source energy and not looking at what currently is as the end or the be all or the situation that I have to deal with. Um, I think so often we go deep into situations and dig, dig, dig and get detailed and blame and point fingers and figure it out. And the whole time we're just creating more of it where I'm understanding more and more you look at a situation, you see it, you see that this is not happening in the way that you want, but then you gently pivot, you turn away and you begin to focus in on the fact that everything always works out for me. You find that general place, you find that knowing and that connection to source and you don't go digging. It's not about finding out what happened and making it differently. It's going back to the place that what you want is already done and that you're here for the journey of it finding its way to you, your joyful journey and being able to keep your eye on the prize, which is one thing and one thing only and that's the alignment with source and then the universe knocks itself out and then it doesn't and then there's like these contrast points where you're looking right in the face of a result that you did not want no big deal you just take a look at it understand that this is part of the trajectory this is part of the color part of the contrast take a deep breath connect in back with all is yours all is done your business has already exploded your per the person of your of your life is already here finding its delicious way to you you just go back to that end result i'm really practicing what i preach which is which just feels really good feel it first you have to feel it first but what is so tricky about this and what is the everyday attraction part of this is that sometimes you're going to be faced with situations that don't look like what you want, but don't freak out. That is the pivot point, isn't it? That is the creative juncture. Are you going to freak out and go 
you know, into your old patterns, into your own belief systems, go, you know, work yourself to the bone, be exhausted, usually get sick or hurt because you're exhausting yourself. Yet again, no, no, we're going to simply step back, align more fully, allow your energy to be, be brought to you. Don't go get energy. Let it come to you. You know, that's what I'm really getting is the fine tuning of this everyday attraction understanding and what the the law of attraction is teaching us, but also what our blessed teachers um, that we call Abraham are, are teaching. And, and it's just, it, there's a lot more room for joy when we work in this way, you know? Yep. Yep. And one of my favorite things that, I mean, I've heard this a million times, but I just kind of, it sat differently with me this week was my old way of doing things. I used to do the pro and con list. Has anyone ever done that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to write a list and all the pros and all the cons, and I'm going to pick the one that has the least amount, you know, or the most, whatever, however it was going to work out. And so I was just realizing the other day that the majority has nothing to do with it. It doesn't have to do with the number of facts or factoids about something. So I was having this lovely discussion with my daughter who just turned 14 the other day. We've been having these really great talks lately. Um, and, one of the things I said was, it doesn't matter if 9,000 things are going wrong. So your list has 9,000 things that aren't working. And then there's one thing over here that's working. So the, the majority would say, well, I need to go fix these 9,000 things or give up or something. But how it really works, the real way it works is if we focus on the one thing that's working, everything will shift. And so it just took it just took like that old mentality of we don't need to get logical. We don't need to write down all the facts. All we need to do is find one thing that's working and, and bring our attention to it. It's not put your attention to the majority. It's put your attention on what you want, the thing that's working, and that's it. Yep. And then, and then always go back there. Always go back there. You might get, you're going to get pulled away. You're going to get distracted. You're going to get pulled into some drama, but always come back, always come back. And as long as you know to always pull back, then you can fearlessly move into any situation. Um, you know, and, and then today's show, what I want to talk about, a couple things we're going to talk about, but one in particular is, you know, something that I've heard Abraham talk about. And if you're new to the show, we talk about Abraham Hicks, which is uh, really the channel or the energy that's coming through Esther, but it's all of us. It's our high selves all coming together. If you're attracted to this work, chances are your high self is hanging out with these Abrahams. Um, but what they were saying, they've said this for years and years and years, and Heather, you and I have been studying this stuff a long time, and I've heard it, but I heard it differently in this recent workshop. But there is no such thing as no. A no is a yes in energetic terms. And I want to break that down a little bit because I think it's so, so important to understand that when there there is only an attraction-based universe. So right. when, when you are saying no to something, no, no, I don't want to have debt. I don't want to have that situation. No, I will not be sick. When you push and say no, all you're saying to the universe is yes, yes. More of that. Yes. 
I mean, the subtlety of it, because I, I think we are, we have been trained to push things away and to shake our finger and to protest and to scream and push and yell and fight. And yet it's the very thing that is creating the chaos that we're saying that we don't want. And so I wanted to slow that down in the first part of our show today. I wanted to slow that down and help us really understand at a deep gut level, we're going to go to the gut, we're going to go to the gut people. <laughs> we're going to out of our heads and we're going to go there. And I want you to feel what a no feels like in your gut when you're saying no to something. It's an energetic field. That is an attraction field. So in the gut, it's saying yes, yes, yes. In your head, you're saying no, no, no. But in the gut, that is, that is a vibration that you are putting out. So what are you saying no to in your life? What are you saying no to? And what is the process for you? to release the no, to release the no. You're not going to jump to a yes. You're not going to be able to turn that ship around, but just to let go of the pushing, to let go of the no, because that is the first step in being able to bring back your ability to create your reality in a powerful, powerful way. So we have a couple minutes before the break. I want to play this little snippet that happened at a recent Abraham workshop. Again, we give you a little appetizer of the Abraham work in complete knowing and trust that you're going to go to abrahamhicks.com and you're going to profit them. You're going to buy some stuff. You're going to go to a workshop and we thank them for the work that they do. But we love to just play a little appetizer so that we can go deep on this stuff because it is so, so profound. So let me play this from a recent workshop that happened in San Diego, California, 2014. There is no such thing as no. Here we go. But now here's a very interesting thing. There's no such thing as no in a universe that is based upon attraction. This is an inclusion-based universe, which means the things that you look at that you want that you say yes to, you include them in your vibration. They become part of your attraction. But those things that you don't want, that you shout no at, you also include in your vibration because the universe is not differentiating between the word yes and no. It is only differentiating between your attention to it or your not attention to it. You see what we're getting at? So you can shout no all day long at things you do not want, and they come to you stronger and stronger and stronger because of your attention to them. Isn't that a good thing to know? So what do you do? What do you do if you don't want that thing? I don't want that thing. I'm not going to think about that thing that I don't want anymore. That thing over there. I'm not going to think about that anymore. I'm not going to think about that anymore. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm thinking about it. I don't want to think about that thing. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. So what you have to do is think about something else. You think about other things. You just gradually, it takes a little bit of time, it's gradual, shift your attention more and more to things wanted and therefore not so much on things not wanted. But it's not an instant transformation. It's a general, gentle transformation. And it's helpful to understand what makes it easier and what makes it more difficult. So here are the laws of the universe simply explained so that you can understand how it is that things are coming to you or to others because of your attention. So when you give your attention to something, and you're thinking about it in very general terms. In that general attention to it, 
there is less momentum. The more you think about it, the faster the momentum. So when you've given your attention to something, your undivided attention to something, and you've given your attention longer and longer, law of attraction just fills in more and more details for you. And the more detailed a subject becomes, then the stronger your point of attraction is. The more general you are, the less. And so when we talk about law of attraction, we have to use the word or put the word momentum into the equation because if you understand that law of attraction and momentum go together then sorting this out will be a very easy thing for you the best momentum story we have esther was amazed when she first saw the streets in san francisco didn't seem possible that people would want to drive up or down them they were there they were imagine putting your car at the top of one of those hills taking it out of gear, taking the parking brake off, and just for fun, just to see if the physics of this universe are still in place, you decide to just bump your car a little bit from behind, just to see what might happen. Well, it starts to move, but you come to your senses right away because you've been around here long enough to know about gravity and inertia. So... You step right out in front of your car and it bumps up against you and the momentum stops and it was easy to stop because it was very slight anyway. But you wouldn't want to be at the bottom of that hill stopping that momentum. So law of attraction is the same. The more time or attention that you've given to a subject, the more momentum it has. And you are not going to stop that momentum all at once. But it is important to know that while you sleep, the momentum of your thought does stop. While you are asleep, you are not encouraging the momentum. It gives you a sort of reprieve from unwanted momentum. And when you awaken, you have the ability to begin it in the direction of things wanted. This is what we call classic Abraham. Classic Abraham. But we're going to be back. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. We'll be back after the break to talk more about your no, which is really yes. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. 
you can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. <laughs> I tricked you into that one, didn't I? I know. <laughs> and we're your feel-good sisters here talking about um, the law of attraction. But we just listened to what is just classic Abraham. I mean, you can hear it a million times, but every time there's a different kind of nuance. But I, I really, I really do love this particular part of these elegant laws is that... The universe does not know the word yes and no. It only need, it only knows your attention to something and your non-attention to something. Your neglect of something and your engagement. Isn't that interesting? So the universe is only following your gaze. And when you move away from something, it does not exist in the universe vibration. So you are really, truly deciding where that energy is flowing. And, and what I loved about that is that it is your attention to it. So when it is something that you do not want, and this is so opposite of what we've been taught, which is the, the kind of wonderful and also crazy part of this philosophy, it's not the time to talk about it. <laughs> when something is going terribly wrong, it's not the time to talk about it. Which, which is kind of the opposite of what we like. We're going to get to the bottom of this, right? Let's all talk about what happened and break it down and give it tons of detail and more and more and more and more creation with our gaze, our powerful, powerful gaze. But I did love what they said is that to go general is also to go gentle. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. You know, that stepping back, that less detail is you know, not such a strong point of attraction and that when we pull a lot of details and that that's whether we want it or we don't. So if it's something that you want and you love and you're excited about, oh, throw some details in there, baby. Go detail. Right. Talk about the smell of the leather, right? Yes. But when you do not want something, you want to step away from the details. You want to go gentle, general, gentle, general. I don't know how or where or when this is going to work out, but things always work out for me. I don't have to figure this out right now. I can take a breath. I know the laws of the universe work with me. I know as long as my attention is not pointed on it. But here's that tricky part, though. You cannot not think about it. You cannot not. You can't say I'm not going to think about it by not. You're thinking about it. Well, that's the whole thing. I always say you can't let go of something. You just grab onto something else right. because by grabbing onto something else you'll naturally let go of something else you can't not think about something you just have to think about something else <laughs> exactly it's such an yeah. interesting um understanding but 
but you know, there is our tendency with our beautiful minds, our beautiful, beautiful minds to want to figure things out and, you know, beat it to a pulp and get all the details. And you have those friends that call you and say, let me tell you one more time as to how I was wronged and what happened. And it's, it's really challenging when you know these laws of the universe to understand that that is the opposite direction of where they're really wanting to go, you know? And so Heather, when you're working with clients and you're trying to um, help them understand that telling that story one more time, even from a more enlightened perspective, is still not going to do the trick. I mean, isn't that the challenge? Like, how is it that we suddenly wake up to the fact that we have to stop telling the story and find another way, another focus in order for that experience to shrink and move away? Yeah, I like I love NLP because it's always about distraction, like, you know, interrupt the pattern. Mm. And, um, you know, if, if people start to talk a story or tell a story, I'll interrupt them, interrupt the pattern. And, um, oh, tell me again now, is that what you were wanting? I'm sorry, I got distracted or something like that. Like, I'll just interrupt them and um, ask for what they're wanting. Tell me what you're wanting again. Wait right. a second. I think we got off track here. What is it that you're wanting? And is that what we're talking about now? You know, and I kind of can just like interrupt that pattern. And But we do need to distract ourselves. And the energy, that momentum piece is so powerful. Because <laughs> when you got them going in one direction... It's just as easy to start creating momentum in another direction, start creating momentum in what you are wanting. But I think and what, that other momentum will dissipate. Exactly. And they love telling that San Francisco story. It's kind of their new downstream, upstream story. They're telling it almost in every workshop. I don't know if that, if you've noticed that, you know, with this. this yes. Yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I do think that the reason is that they've really hit on an analogy that works so purely for this understanding is that, you know, if you haven't really put a lot of effort and thought into something, it doesn't have a lot of momentum. But if you've been thinking about it for years and years and years, and suddenly you think you're just going to stop that momentum, it's not going to happen. So it is that, that ability for us to shift and move and really discipline ourselves to let go of that while it's so full of detail. And, and when we get that momentum of gentle, general, gentle, general, it doesn't mean that we can't go back and look at that situation, but we have to come from that place of alignment. We have to come from a new chosen perspective on something else that will then allow us a different kind of perspective into that other thing which we can't seem to shift. Perspective, 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 being willing to step back and say, I don't have to be right about this. I just have to feel better, which I think is, is such a big step in moving into this work in a powerful way. It's more important that I feel better than that I figure it out or that I find or, or that I prove that I'm, I'm right. Yeah. Well, and if, if we can go all the way, which to me is my ultimate goal, um, is to release judgment all the way and just say there is no better. I mean, there is, there is better when we know when we feel better, but there isn't right, wrong, good, bad, you know, and how cool is it to really let go of that? I think 
judgment to me, right, wrong, good, bad, is something that probably creates one of some of the biggest momentum for us in our looking at what we don't want (laughs) and being stuck. (laughs) And especially when we are judging each other and judging circumstances um, that we can't understand because they're not happening to us. Um, But there is that gentle, general place of trusting that things are working out in a way that is um, is expanding all of us and that we did come for the contrast. We did not come for a, a, you know, a nest experience where everything is already done, where everything is already in its place, that mess, we have to get comfortable with the messiness um, and not push against it. But this idea of, you know, really dropping the nose, the, the pushes, and, and that experience in and of itself is really powerful from a spiritual perspective where you just let it go, where you be at peace. But like you had said, Heather, it's not like you let it go and meditate all day long. You need to have somewhere else to place that beautiful mind of yours. And where yeah. is it going? Where is it going? And that's really the important question. You know, where are you pointing your attention? And and, and that what's fun about that is how many of us really spend a lot of time and energy thinking about what is it that I want to think about? What is it that I want to focus on? You know, it's we're so busy thinking about what we don't want to focus on and shifting away from this and away out of that. And we don't really give the time and attention that we deserve to like what we are creating and what we are wanting. And if 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 you take all the time and energy on what you used to spend on getting rid of what's broken or whatever you want to call it and say, oh, I'm going to dedicate that amount of time and energy to manifest what I'm wanting and like, you know, whatever people do, vision boards or stuff like that. But I mean, on the day to day in the thoughts, you know, um, think about how cool that would be if we all just really gave that the momentum. Some serious understanding. Absolutely. But also I think, you know, this discipline or, or discipleship, which is where the root of that work comes from, is that even when you see the numbers aren't adding up, even when you see the circumstances going in a different direction than what you're wanting, to stand in the momentum of the physical, because by the time something has made it to physical, it's an old vibration, right? It's past, because mm-hmm. the, the fresh vibration is only energy. So right. to be able to stand in the sort of chaos, quote unquote, of the physical and not lose your balance and be able to still go into that inner sanctum, that inner place of alignment and claim what you know to be true and stay in that place. So your business may look on paper a mess. It may be so deep into the red that it's a new, it's a new deep red, right? But you can stand in that physical experience and move back into that inner place of your knowing and feel that your business has exploded, that your life is already where you want it to be. You can tap into that feeling of success, tap into that feeling of knowing that all is even better than you've imagined. And then suddenly you're able to look at the circumstances after you've done some practice and say, don't worry, money always comes in. It always works for me. And as you've said, it always happens, you know, for you right in the nick of time. Yeah. <laughs> Things just come together 
um, that is where your entourage comes in. That is when those energies of the universe are working in your direction. And because you're not, you don't have a lot of no energy around you, because you've cleared that field, so to speak, of no, you're open to that pure energy. You know, in our modern day life, we have this experience of being exhausted by the end of the day, because we're doing so much of it on our own. You know, we're pushing and we're cajoling and we're manipulating and we're trying to get this one to go that one. And then, you know, we got to get the bus. And it, there's so much of this pushing and shoving going on that no wonder we're exhausted. But yeah. what I'm hearing from them is that there is infinite fields of energy that we can't even begin to allow into our physical and mental state until we release that that no, that pushing, that doing and allow that field to have its way with ourselves, to have its have its way with our thoughts and our energy. And I think that we literally will be taken on the wings of angels, that we are really feel that, that buoyancy. Um, sometimes I can feel it when I'm walking and I see, um, you know, this beautiful landscape and I'm already in that place of knowing that all is truly well. And I'll just, you know, that you just feel that energy come in. And you know that there is an infinity of opportunity, of placement, of person, of situation, and that you are a part of something so much bigger than your story. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't you love those moments? You know, I love those moments. I, I had an epiphany kind of um, yesterday with my daughter. We were talking about income and and you're you're just talking about money right now and how a person who has very little money monetarily speaking could have the most abundant free um good feeling what do you call it just you know open buoyant life and somebody else who has tons of money can live in scarcity and fear and lack and doubt and the amount of money is not relevant like the the energy or the essence of how they are experiencing or perceiving it is more important than the number yes Yes. and it's just kind of mind-boggling because all of this is perception it's all about perception and our willingness to be consistently connected to our source. And I know that, you know, you and I talk about it all the time, that it is that daily relationship with that broader self, our inner being, our God, our Jesus, whatever you want to call it. It is that broader knowing, that that essence of the beloved. I love to call it the beloved because that feels like such a, a great um, word that encompasses this sort of um, love affair and and connection to this broader knowing, to this extraordinary experience we're having on this blue marble. Um, but it is that relationship that in the end is truly what makes a difference on a daily basis mm-hmm. to have the mountaintop experience with your morning cup of coffee. You know, it doesn't have to be all the circumstances lining up. It doesn't have to be the lottery win. It doesn't have to be everyone getting along. None of that. It just has to be you and God, you and source hooking up in that moment with a yeah. yes. And I have to say, your way is very eloquent and gracious and sacred. And my way is hell yeah. It's like raw <laughs> and authentic and it's maybe some sweat. 
maybe some sex, maybe something else. But it's like the same thing. It's connection to source. It just shows up in a little bit, you know, in whatever way it works for you. So I always encourage that unique aspect of however you connect to source, it's about making it a priority for yourself. It doesn't have to be in a church or in a prayer or, you know, having a hymnal or anything like that. It can just be it's vibration, you know, it's connection. It's living life to its fullest. And that is extraordinary. And it can be found in every corner of every moment of our lives. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about some of this extraordinary material that we have coming through our Abrahams and, uh, and share more with you about how everyday attraction is happening right here and right now. We'll be back after the break. Stay tuned. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Pop culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore, too. Melena Dawn and Stacey Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists, examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, as you've just heard. And we encourage you to go to our website at everydayattraction.com and fill in an email address so that we can follow you and send some things and send you some things in email. No, I actually won't follow you. That sounded kind of creepy. <laughs> we'll you can follow you, us. <laughs> you can follow us and we'll keep you updated on what we're doing. We also wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Send Out Card. Send out cards is an incredible way for you to send letters of appreciation in the mail. Remember that? You open up mailbox. This is a physical thing that you pull out. A letter, a card, you can do that today 
just purely out of remembering how important uh, people are to you and the wonderful things that they do and the little things that they do. Not the big things. That's all good, but that usually happens on birthdays and Christmas. But take an opportunity to reach out in, in, a, in a prompted way, in a sacredly prompted way to tell someone how much you appreciate them. Go to sendoutcards.com, sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. And there's an opportunity there for you to send a card, design a card online, and send it to someone you love. And when you do so, our show is uh, supported by that. So we thank you for that. So back to the topic, what we were talking about before the break is this understanding of where our attention is, so will all things flow. But there was also another track that... um, that we wanted to talk about that happened recently at a Long Beach event. And we want to kind of just jump right into it, really understanding, again, this theme of how your perspective, your perspective on anything is really setting the tone and setting the situation up for what will manifest. We're going to jump right in and we'll talk about this. But you'll hear in this workshop explanation that how we see something, how we decide to even categorize it or tell the story is really everything. Here we go. And are you refreshed? Good. Now what? You are a lot of trouble. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I have to go into a very important negotiation next week. And ultimately the people that I'll be talking to have the power to make the yes or no decision. Well, you are in deep trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Think about how you're setting yourself up. It matters, and I can't control it. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping that one who's going to... We say that one that's connected to the source is more powerful. Yeah, but you're not connected to the source when you say it's important and I can't control it. The things that you say and what you mean when you say that keep you from being there. Yeah? Right. So just don't go. (laughs) I wish I No, we're not kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what's scary. Oh, (laughs) so I want to be a vibrational match to the solution that I'm seeking. Yes. So can you do that and focus on it? In other words, have you been listening to us for a while? Yes. You heard us say that the contrast causes you to put things in the vortex and that once it's in the vortex, that source is on it and then your work is to become a vibrational match to it. Yes. And so... Have you understood from the previous conversations that we have all had together that when you're in the asking mode and when you are in the receiving mode, they are different vibrational frequencies? Yes. That the question and the answer or the problem and the solution have different frequencies. Do you believe that you have lived sufficiently to ask sufficiently? Do you think that you are clear about what you're asking for? Yes. And do you accept that what you have asked for has already come to be in terms of vibration? In other words, there is a vibrational reality. While the problem was growing, the solution was too. Do you believe that the solution exists? Yes. So from what you've heard just today, what's the fastest way for you to be a match to the solution? 
or we're going to say it even in more blunt, stark terms, how can you not be a mismatch to it? To be an appreciation, a state of appreciation or happiness? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. But (laughs) isn't that conditional? And isn't it conditional in a way that you can't accomplish right now because you're afraid? Okay, so do you accept that the solution has already come about? Yes, it's evolving. And do you believe that the way to bring myself into further vibrational alignment with my solution is to poke at the problem more? (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. So at this point, what is your work? You've already experienced the contrast. You've already created the solution. So what's the path of least resistance to the solution? Be unconditional about it. Get it off your mind. Stop beating the drum of it. Accept that the work is done. You just got to get in the place of allowing it to be the way you want it to be. And you can't allow it to be while you're beating the drum of the problem. You can't allow it to be. Oh, ooh, that's so good. Isn't that delicious? Yeah. Oh. You oh can't allow it to be if you're beating the drum. I know. It just, it, it really is just the core of it and you know what's interesting I thought about that particular set is that you could hear in her voice that she was trying to say the right stuff but her vibration was totally in fear lack limitation Uh you know you could you could feel her vibration was really just I don't know how to do this because they're in control and I'm in trouble and this sucks and yet she was trying to say well I'll just be happy (laughs) It's like, yeah, good luck with that. You know, just I know. Isn't that that's my biggest pet peeve is like people like, oh, just fake it till you make it. Just try and be happy. And but you're still poking at what is and not working. Right. It's like it doesn't work that way. <laughs> exactly. I mean, listen to what she had said. She said she basically is setting herself up. I'm going to negotiation next week. They have all the power and I have no control. I mean, really, really, that that is what you are saying I want more of, you know, and, and, and what they keep talking about is our ability to be a vibrational match to what we're wanting, not what's happening, not what could happen, what happened should to really get to that place. And, and they asked a very poignant question and, and it moves so quickly, you know, do you believe that the solution is already here in vibration? Do you believe that is a big one? Yeah. Because if you don't believe that, you're going to keep poking at the, at the problem. If you don't believe at some level of your knowing, of your wise self, that what you've asked for is in the vibrational hands and ready to mold it in to play, ah, that's really the key. Because if you know that the journey is certain, if you know your success is certain, you really can have fun even in the midst of the contrast. If you know oh, yeah. if you can't fail, right? Right. You can't screw it up. I mean, they've been telling us for a long time, you'll never get it wrong, you'll never get it done. But then for us to really own that is <laughs> one thing. <laughs> I know. But it also, when we get to this place of dexterity and knowledge, we can be in the asking and be comfortable. Like we can be in the question and the asking and the contrast and the kicking around. But at some point, 
as the mature, enlightened beings that we are, we have to move into the receiving camp. Because yep. the asking camp and the receiving camp are two different places. And you can never get what you want in the asking camp. And you can't, at the same time, ask the question in the receiving camp. So be comfortable in moving between those two camps, but be decided as to where you are. Mm. So good. It's such an important tool set. So when you're in asking, be in asking. Kick up asking. Be the biggest asker on the block, right? Be yeah. in, just own it. Own the asking. Own the contrast. Own the why me. Own the what it. Just, and then take a breath. I was going to say have a drink, but, you know, take a breath. <laughs> or have a drink. Or whatever, you whatever you need to do to relax. And then move into the, and I've done my work. And it is done. And now I'm just going to be so thrilled and delighted in how the universe is going to knock itself out to deliver this and more, deliver this and more. Because now, people, I have moved into the receiving camp. And then when I'm in receiving camp, I don't ask questions about my asking. I don't poke at the ask. That's already done. That bit, that's going back in time. I'm complete. And then you dance the receiving dance. So be fully in both. And don't apologize when you're in asking. And don't apologize when you're in receiving, you know? It's just something about owning that and, and, and really allowing yourself to be in those two camps and claiming that this is what I'm here for. This is why I came to, the, to this delicious planet. I love how they break it down in that way. It almost feels easy. <laughs> it is easy. <laughs> it's easy when you feel it. It's um. If you think about it in a, as a metaphor to breathing, you don't really have to separate out the inhale from the exhale. Your body takes care of the inhale and the exhale. You know, we're not like, oh, I'm a great exhaler, but I certainly don't know how to inhale. You know, we don't we don't separate it out that way. We just breathe yeah. and um, asking and giving and receiving is all part of the breath it's it's one happens without the other i mean you have to have both naturally i think it's kind of cool to figure out a way to have them both be happening at the same time because it is it does happen um, often it does yeah but i want to separate i'm not really talking about giving and receiving i think that's different i'm talking about asking and receiving mm -hmm. because i feel like the asking part it is really where we get into the contrast, where we get into the, this isn't what I want, but there's something more. Why this? What if this? And there is something about relaxing into that contrast that then when you're conscious of that, you can almost be at peace even in the frustration, even in the anger, even in the, you know, kicking up the dust, there is another part of you that knows that this is just part of the process. You know, it's not like you're faking it, but there is this place of knowing that the asking and the contrast and the not having is okay because it is part of what's next. And uh -huh. it is part of that breathing. It is that in and, out, in and out, but to be present with it. And again, it's that place of not pushing against. Um, it's, we talked about it, you know, in the early part of the show, we can have the no, we can have the no, but as long as we know, K-N-O-W, that we're on the way to the yes, be at peace with that process. 
Yeah. You know, be fully present with it. And, and that's the part of this dance that they keep talking about. Um, we're not always going to be a vibrational match to what we want. We're just not, you know. Um, and that's okay, too, that there is that place of knowing that it is coming. And then to make the decision that I'm now going to be in alignment and I'm going to, whether it be inhaling or exhaling, be fully present to that. Um, it happens in little parts all day long, um, but it is wonderful to to embrace that process and not push against it. I, I love that piece about asking what you're asking energetically in every moment too, in that whatever you're focusing on is what you're asking for. And so we think, oh, well, let me sit down and write my list of what I want to ask for or what I want to go buy at the grocery store. Let me just get really clear on what I want to ask for. But sometimes what we're asking for isn't what we're thinking about exactly, especially in that inclusion exclusion um, piece. It's the vibration is including everything that we're thinking about, not what we're not thinking about or not wanting. And we're asking for that. So we have to be really conscientious about the energy that we hold and the focus we hold. And that's the whole point. Um, I think that word asking, it almost like gets confusing, like what we're asking for out loud, but it's not the out loud asking. It's the vibrational asking. Absolutely. It is that energetic frustration, thought process. What if it's all of it, it's all of it, it's all of it, but it is that place that is not in alignment and it's, and in, in, in a way, again, I think we're talking about step four living again, where even in that place when you are out of alignment is a sacred dance because it is without that, you wouldn't be able to come into the expansion point. So no matter where we are in this dance of asking and receiving, there is an overall piece of allowing, of allowing what it is. Um, so and I think that's where the consciousness comes in. It's that knowing that this is part, this is where I am right now and I'm going to be watching and being aware of how I'm feeling. And as soon as I have an opportunity to move to that receiving camp, as soon as I can see that I have an opening, that I choose that opening to move into that place of knowing that all is well. And again, you know, the going general is such a key part of this, but also the meditation and the things that we do just to have fun and to just, you know, move out of our, our place of, of having to solve anything that really um, allows this process to be so tangible. So we've actually come to the end of our hour. So we thank you all for joining us. And we hope that you've heard something in this show that will help you through your week to become more vibrant, more vital, and just more at peace with wherever you are in what's happening because great things are already done and they're going to find their way to you. So thank you, Sister Heather, for a wonderful Hallelujah. hour. <laughs> Amen. Feel good, Sister. Feel good, sister. Have a wonderful week. We'll see y'all next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. 
Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. In jest, there is truth. Shakespeare made the line famous. And at Holy Rascals, we've taken it to heart. Join us at HolyRascals.com, a spiritual education resource and community of spiritual boundary crossers who are on a truth-seeking journey that doesn't shy away from humor and frank conversations. HolyRascals.com offers cutting-edge webinars, short online videos, and podcasts. Our featured teachers are inclusive, radical, and often funny people who embrace the common heart of all religions. Find us on Facebook or check out our upcoming programs at www.holyrascals.com. In his new book, What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug?, Daryl Fuzaro emphasizes the positive effects of applying unity principles in everyday situations. Laura Harvey, editor of Daily Word magazine, exclaims Daryl Fuzaro shares his life lessons with inspiring creativity. This book is encouraging, funny, and heartwarming, a combination I highly recommend. As co-host of Unity Online Radio's Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, Daryl's old-school charm and no-nonsense approach to spirituality keep a global audience laughing and inspired. What if Godzilla just wanted a hug? Is loaded with Daryl's hilarious, award-winning illustrations and packs his wit and wisdom into easy-to-digest, bite-sized stories of how he transforms chaos into tranquility and succeeds in the entertainment business by doing the opposite of everyone else. What if Godzilla just wanted a hug is a pocket Bible encouraging the talented and timid to trust their gut, act on their intuition, and step out boldly. Even if you just bought it for the chapter titles and Daryl Fuzaro's illustrations alone, you'd be getting more than your money's worth with this book. Author and film critic Sister Rose Bucati says, Spending time with Fuzaro's stories will leave you no choice but to smile and carry on. Oh, he forgot to mention he hangs out with a group of nuns, but then, if he had, it would have necessitated a change to some of his more colorful adjectives. Have fun ordering your copy of What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug? today on Amazon.com. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die 
is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit. Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.